2019, my husband left me. In 2022, I was accused of something that didn't happen. Today, I'm here to talk about my story of forgiveness and encourage you through the trials and really, really tough parts of life. Welcome back, Rocky Roadsters. This is Mandy coming at you today with just a solo episode. So we get to sit and just talk today. I get to talk to you. Unfortunately, podcasting world, you can't talk back to me. However, we would love to hear your reactions and to hear what you have to say regarding this conversation. So you can always email us at therockyroadpod at gmail.com and... You can find us on Instagram at the Rocky Road Pod. Please follow us. We would love to chat with you and we would love to hear your story. Today, I just wanted to talk through a couple different things, honestly, and just, just share with you some things that are on my heart and some things that I've had to work through in my life and learn from. And hopefully you can take some kind of nugget with you. Maybe something I say today will help you. Um, with forgiving somebody in your life who could have hurt you. So I'm coming at you today from my dining room with a sparkling water next to me, one of my favorite books that I'll share a little bit more about, and just talking to you. That's all. So I hope that you're having a wonderful day and just be reminded that you are loved today. And I just want you to know that. So for me, my journey in my life, you can hear my um, a, a more detailed version of my story um, in my episode a couple a couple episodes back called um, Second Chances, and then the second part of my story is Beauty from Ashes. You can listen to those episodes um, to just hear a little bit more of, of the backstory of where I'm coming from. But I think recently, one of the things that I've really heard um, and really have felt is I share my story of my life being married, being divorced, living as a single mom and a single woman. And then I went through a very difficult time in 2022. I was accused of something that didn't happen. And it was a very difficult, a lot of really hard decisions I had to make for myself. A lot of positions that I was put in that I wasn't, um, I wasn't happy with and a lot of opened wounds that reopened after going through a divorce a few years back. So it was a really tough year. And one of the things that I realized when I tell people stories that are hard, and we hear this on the podcast when other people share their story with us, that stories can be devastating. They can leave us in a place that our hearts are broken for that person that we can't wrap our minds around things that were done to us. And a lot of people really don't know how to react in these situations when you're telling them painful things, but you're telling it to them with a smile on your face or you're not crying. When you've pulled yourself out from underneath the rubble of an explosion that might have happened in your life and you're okay, but that person is experiencing some form of that initial shock for them that they weren't expecting. And that maybe they had no idea. Maybe they had some idea. Maybe you've been through something that 
is very hurtful. Maybe you've had an immense amount of grief, whether that's a loss of a relationship, the loss of a child, the loss of a parent, the loss of a spouse, a divorce. I mean, you name it. It's hard. And when we share hard news with people, our society just doesn't know what to do with it. American culture really just is around us that we are striving to live the American dream. People think that when you live in America, you have the best and most opportunities of anything. And our country is just not resilient in suffering. We are stuck. When bad things happen to us, a lot of people get stuck in depression, in anxiety, in darkness, in a lot of self-deprecation, and sometimes we just don't know how to get out of it. And really, part of the reason that Kristen and I started this podcast was to have people share their stories, maybe share things that they're going through currently in their life, but also to share things that have happened to them to provide that encouragement, to know that there is life after tough times. There is life after loss. And To have that and hold on to that hope, regardless of what else you're holding on to. You know, as a Christian, I hold on to Jesus and just cling to him through very difficult times, but other people may not have that. And while I'm here to share that that is an open invitation for anybody, it's also just something that, you know, people can also try to hold on to other things as well. And certain things are very understandable. If you can live in a home that is paid for with bills, your bills are paid for, and you are um, you have food on your table, you are blessed and you are lucky to have that. And if you can have a family member that's close by, let's say you lost a a child tragically, but you have a strong supportive spouse. You hold on to that relationship and help you get through that. We hold on to each other as we're, we're wired to hold on to community. So my encouragement for you today is to hold on to Jesus. Hold on to the relationships in your life that have proven to be strong those relationships that have withstood the toughest times. I have a best friend who's been with me through everything who I met on my second day of college. And she, I know, is resilient with me and can hold on and and hold the, the things that I've gone through and have endured. She's walked with me through that. So that relationship I treasure. And I hold on to close friends. I hold on to the fact that I am blessed to be able to be a mother to my daughter, regardless of all the other situations that have happened and occurred in my life that have led me to the position that I'm in today. So just hold on and sit with me and let's just talk. I really want to share with you my journey of forgiveness and what a difficult topic to talk about. I could talk for a long time on this, honestly, and it's a very, there's so many details involved in this kind of journey that we take 
when something happens to us. So first, before I get into it, my favorite book, I would say I have a top five books that I've ever read. This book is probably in the top three. And if you're watching on YouTube or you're watching um, with us on any other platform, <laughs> um, I have the book in my hands. And this book is called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. The subtitle to this book is Discover How to Move On, Make Peace with Painful Memories, and Create a Life That's Beautiful Again. And this book came out, actually, let me check what year it came out. I'm pretty sure it came out the year that I got divorced. And it did. 2020. And then I remember when this book was released and I could not wait to read it because I really needed help with forgiveness in my life. And I'm not saying that the only person that I struggled to forgive was my ex-husband because that's not the case. I had a lot of things happen to me as I was growing up, just with friends. Um, and honestly, something as simple as a boyfriend that broke up with me in college, that's hard. It's really hard. So we don't want to downgrade or downplay the, the things that are difficult that may seem a lot smaller in someone's life. Like the loss of a pet can be very hard. The loss of a, of a parent, you know, but also just like the loss of an aunt or the loss of a cousin or somebody that's still close in your life and somebody that's, that's there with you. And then to lose that all of a sudden out of nowhere. So as you've, if you've listened to my other episodes, I went through a divorce and I lost my husband through that divorce. He did not die, but I lost my relationship as a wife to him. So there were a lot of things in my life that changed at the time, but I just wanted to read this quote from this book, Forgiving What You Can't Forget by Lisa Turkhurst. And this book really changed my life. And here's a quote from it. Hard, unfair things happen to us all. Maybe on some level, we're all consistently bracing for impact. We just express it in different ways. Instead of hoping for what will one day be, you long for a more innocent time when you lived more unaware of tragedy, but the griever knows they can't go back in time. So healing feels impossible because circumstances feel unchangeable. And my gosh, if that is not true. It goes on to also say, it says, unchangeable can absolutely feel unforgivable. My goodness, I'm telling you. When I was in some really dark moments of loss through my divorce and becoming a single mom, which honestly took me months to even say that I was a single mom. It took me probably a year to even be able to say the D word of divorced. And I just couldn't do it. There's so much stigma around it. And I may talk about that in another podcast about the stigma of divorce, the stigma of becoming a single mom or a single dad. Um, and just what our society, how they perceive it, because that's really interesting in and of itself. However, in those moments, where I felt like I, I, I was out of control of my situation. I couldn't change it. I couldn't get him to come back. I couldn't get him to understand the hurt that he caused me. I couldn't get him to understand the love that I had for him. And 
when in those moments I knew I couldn't change it, all I wanted was that change to happen and then I could forgive. Like finally that breath that I could be like, you finally understand me. Okay, I forgive you for what happened. Now we can move on. So these, this quote that I just read to you where the unchangeable feels unforgivable is so strong. So this past year, like I said, I went through a really difficult time where I had to make some really difficult decisions about my life. And I, I, I'm not going to go into detail about that right now. I'm still sorting through it, honestly. And at this point, I'm still processing through a lot of those things that happened to me in 2022. However, in the same situation, I also couldn't change some of my circumstances. And it was so hard for me to even under, to even think about forgiving someone for something that they did or said or a way someone acted. And you know, that forgiveness is string, strings a whole journey from forgiving someone who didn't hold the door open for you when you walked into the gas station and also forgiving somebody who maybe abused you or um, a parent or somebody who just said something out of nowhere. I remember one time, um, I vividly remember a lady, I was 16 weeks pregnant with my daughter. And she came in and she said, oh, you know, I, I I was working at a store at this time. She came in and she's like, oh, I see you're pregnant. And that's congratulations. You know, I lost my baby at 17 weeks and I was 16 weeks pregnant. And to say that to somebody is devastating. And it's, for me, I held on to that. Like, how dare you tell a pregnant woman that you lost your baby a week later than their, than who they were. And I was nervous for the next two weeks. I was so nervous that I was going to be just like that woman who said that to me. So I had to find it within me to forgive her that she was just sharing something with me. She didn't mean to hurt me. And I think that a lot of times we want to see the good in people. It's just hard when things are done to us and we hold on to that unforgiveness and we keep it for ourselves and we're like, I am so angry. Your heart just continues to harden over that. So unchangeable may feel unforgivable, but it's not impossible. And I think that as we develop and as we heal, we become wiser, we become stronger, and that forgiveness, once we extend that, we become freer. Is that a word, freer? More free? (laughs) So I think that that's just really where forgiveness, for me, my journey through it, was honestly started by reading this book. Now, I'm going to read you another quote that she put in here that I wrote in my notes, and it says, unforgiveness will lead you to a road of captivity. And when I read that quote, unforgiveness will lead you to a road of captivity, I was like, oh my gosh, why would I ever want to live in a place of captivity or a stuck place? 
where I couldn't do anything because I couldn't get myself to forgive someone in my life. In this case, it was my ex-husband. And I remember just being so angry, so angry. I had nightmares where I was just punching people. I had I had moments where I couldn't smile. I had months where I couldn't smile. I was so bitter. I was so angry. And I was so mad. How dare you do this? And honestly, that same thing happened to me again in 2022. And I'm still in the process of forgiveness for the things that occurred that year. And I know I'm going to get there. So I'm going to share this this part of my story when I was forgiving my ex-husband as I was coming to accept the fact that I was no longer going to be married to him. And I needed to find it within me to, to give forgiveness. So this quote here, unforgiveness will lead you to a road of captivity. And I thought about like animals behind um, bars in a, a zoo and that they were stuck there. They had nowhere to go and you can't get out. And that's their new home. They're just going to be in captivity, right? So I, when I got divorced, I was 29 years old, 28, 29. I l- looked at myself in the mirror and I said, Mandy, do you want to live this way for the rest of your life? Or will you just forgive someone who hurt you so deeply hurt you and so deeply wounded you? Honestly, like bullet holes, really. And I remember thinking and praying and just asking God, like, please help me forgive. I ha- and then I would forgive. And the next day I would wake up and I would be right back where I started. I am so angry. I can't believe this happened. This isn't reality. This has to change. God, you have to change this. And I would have to forgive again the next day. And the next day I would wake up and I would be right back where I started of I'm so angry. Please help me forgive. And undealt with forgiveness led to bitterness. So there were some areas in my life that were a lot easier to forgive somebody. It's a lot easier to forgive somebody who doesn't hold the door open for you than it is for somebody who walks out on you. It's a lot easier to forgive somebody who may leave than forgiving and understanding why a child had to die. It's a lot easier to to kind of just like close off a chapter that somebody died than it is to work through something for years that could be really messy. And it's just everybody has a journey. Everybody has a process. My forgiveness journey led to some easy forgivenesses. But there were still a few that I held on to. There were still a few that I could not get myself to forgive. And I remember praying and I remember it turning to bitterness. And I remember waking up every day bitter about the world. I was bitter about people that said something to me. I was bitter at people that I didn't even talk to for years, at people that had no idea 
You know, I was, I remember thinking like, how dare you never reach out to me through my divorce? How did they even know? They didn't even know. They had no idea. So I'm taking all of my unforgiveness and bitterness out on somebody who doesn't even know that I'm getting divorced. Or maybe they know and they're sorry, but they haven't, they have their own life. You know, there's so many things. But I remember the day that God like reached into my heart and ripped this bitterness root out of me. And when that ripped out of me, that's when complete forgiveness washed over my body. And I just wept. And I just remember feeling free. I felt free. I felt free to move forward with my life in a different way, in a different um, journey. My life changed when I went through my divorce. My life changed in 2022. And taking those steps forward looked different, but they were a lot lighter when I forgave those who readjusted my path and redirected the way I was going in my life. And that forgiveness for me, that forgiveness journey, specifically through my divorce, led to reconciliation that was beautiful, that is not preferred, (laughs) but works. And now my daughter's dad and myself have an amicable friendship that's not perfect, that won't result in us ever, you know, not fighting. It's not fight proof. It's not disagreement proof. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you just let all these boundaries open. No, forgiveness means that you can move forward. You can work with somebody You can look somebody in the face. You can even be happy for that person because we're all just trying to to get through it, right? Like we're all trying to get through life. And I remember, you know, not even being able to, not even being able to think about my ex-husband being with someone else. And now he is. And I can genuinely say that I am genuinely so happy for him that he was able to pick himself up and work on himself to get to a place where he can hold a relationship with someone else. It just may not be me. And that's okay because I've picked myself up and moved forward and I'm in a different direction than where I was intended to be had I stayed married to him. And forgiveness is a long process. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying that You don't have, you do have to choose to forgive every day. You can't just one day forgive and then everything's forgiven from there on. Everything's easy. Butterflies and rainbows, unicorns and ponies. Like that's not how it works. This is a daily choice. I am choosing to forgive you. It will get easier over time. And it will be something that we can share our story of forgiveness. And forgiveness doesn't undo the damage. Forgiveness doesn't mean that what was done was okay. Forgiveness frees you. It freed me. And that freedom that I felt I was able to live outside of captivity. I was able to feel joy. I was able to feel 
just happiness and fulfillment, acceptance was huge. So if there's someone in your life that you're holding on unforgiveness in any way, you're holding that tragedy, you're holding those words, you're holding that mindset about yourself, you're holding that feeling that someone made you feel and you're not forgiving that person, I encourage you today to work and take a step forward to forgiving because forgiveness doesn't free that other person. It doesn't make that other person's life better when you forgive them. It makes your life better. It makes your heart better. It makes your mind be more at peace. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's such a backwards thing that our American world teaches us. If you, if you forgive someone, that means it's okay. No, that's not true at all. If you forgive someone, it means that what was done to you can be freed to be healed. And you can become whole again. So I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to know that my forgiveness journey wasn't easy and continues to not be easy. But it's something that I am committed to doing because I don't want to live in bitterness and anger and hurt and resentment for the rest of my life. I get one life. You get one life. Don't let someone else's actions, someone else's words, and someone else's issues change your life and make it harder for you. Somebody else's actions and words may lead you to a place where it feels unchangeable, but it's not unforgivable. Last thing I would say is I want people to know that you are so deeply wanted on this earth. You are loved. You are unique. You are so special. And I say this from a place in my heart that I have had to and continue to have to believe this in myself, that I am unique. I may be a little quirky. I may make a couple pretty good puns in our podcasts. I know I'm different. I know not everybody will get along with me. I know that not everybody will understand me. I also know when you first meet me, I'm probably going to be a little awkward, but that's just who I am. And I'm unique, but that doesn't mean I'm less loved and it doesn't mean that I'm not cared for and it doesn't mean that I'm trash. As some people in my life had made, have made me feel that I'm not good enough or that I'm not wise enough or that I'm so immature or... <laughs> 
I don't, I mean, there's so many things out there that people believe about me that just are not true. And so I need to continue to remind myself that I am loved. I am forgiven. I am brave. I am beautiful. And so are you. You are loved. You are strong. You are brave. You are beautiful. You are so worthy of being here. You are worthy of a great life. You are worthy of having unforgiven, like, and not having it, but giving forgiveness. You are worthy to give forgiveness, to extend that to somebody who's hurt you because your life matters and your life doesn't need to be trapped in captivity of chains that have been put on you by other people, but that your life is worthy of breaking through those chains, breaking through captivity, and living free and being free. You're worthy of that. So today, as I wrap up out of my solo podcast episode here and have talked to you for now almost a half an hour, I just continue to encourage you to just get up tomorrow, make a decision, and take a step towards any area of your life where you're holding on to unforgiveness. And if you don't know if you're holding on to unforgiveness, you probably are. Almost all of us are, in some way, holding on to some unforgiveness. I recommend Lisa's book, Forgiving What You Can't Forget, because forgiving and forgetting are not synonyms. You can forgive someone, and that doesn't mean you need to forget what they did to you. And you can grieve through something and still be healed. There is life after loss. There is life beyond forgiving someone. And like I said, you are worthy of it. And you are worthy of having that wholeness. We love you guys. Kristen and I are doing this podcast because we want you to be encouraged. We want you to have fulfillment in your life. We want you to live a life of freedom that has an abundance of amazing things in store for you, whatever that is. And we know that you can do it. We know that you don't need to stay trapped and we know that you don't need to stay discouraged. I get discouraged, but I don't need to stay there. We love you guys. We hope that you have an amazing week and we're really excited to connect with you. Don't forget to to shoot us an email at therockyroadpod at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at therockyroadpod. Send us a message. We would love to chat with you and just talk more through your life, where you're at, provide encouragement for you and support for you in whatever ways that you may need. We love you. Have a great week. Bye.